You're listening to the Unreasonable Fridays Podcast Network. I get it. I, I own Talos Principle. I no longer own Talos Principle. <laughs> like they said, hey, I have a free game. And I was like, cool. And they said, you own it. And I was like, cool. And they were like, nah, Talos Principle's Principles, who is here? So you no longer own this free game. I think it was when they ended the um the games on gold thing that some of the games just got removed from you. But some of the games are there and some of the games are removed. Yeah. It's it's a nuanced, complex system. I don't understand. Okay. I have a new that was my last grievance. My new grievance is the Microsoft store will let you buy games that you can't play, and then you have to jump through hoops to get a refund. Um so you, this Microsoft store for Dance Central spotlight is still up despite the fact that game is not it's you can only play it on offline mode none of the online features including the store are functional but nope, if you go on the it? microsoft website they will still try to sell you songs so you'll think oh i want new songs because that there's only 19 songs available because they lost the licensing for most of them so they yoinked it all so no, all this, your songs this is, this is true i can't confirm this yeah. So my little cousin wanted to play some Dance Central because, you know, I have Xbox One and she she wanted to play Just Dance. I didn't have Just Dance. I was like, I have. This is what I have. I can't find my connect for the 360. So I had to use Dance Central Spotlight, which now none of the Dance Centrals are backwards compatible with the new connect, uh, which just lovely. Um and also, none of the new Just Dance games work with the Connect. You got to literally use your phone. But guess what? The app doesn't work if you're on Xbox One. It's only for Xbox Series X. So if you buy Dance, the newest Just Dance, which they will let you purchase through the store, knowing that you are connecting through the store on an Xbox One, they'll still take your money, and then you can't actually play the game. It is impossible for you to play the game on an Xbox One right now. All previously ver- previous versions that you could download no longer. You have to get the Just Dance 2024 edition. Can't play it on Xbox One. But they will take your $25. <laughs> so I had to go and like beg for a refund. So I begged Microsoft for a refund for not just Just Dance 2024, but also for the Usher uh, Dance Pack for Dance Central Spotlight because the game doesn't exist anymore, basically. Uh, so they gave me the refund for uh, Just Dance, but not the Usher pack. So they took my $3.49. I'm just never seeing that again. And why is the the store for Dance Central Spotlight still available on the Microsoft website when they know it is a game that has, it, it's not, no, no more service. Servers are gone. Yep. It is that that game is completely unplayable except in its base form. Yes. Less songs. It only has 19 songs and it launched for 25. So it's not even in the base form. <laughs> you 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 want to know what the issue is? The US people do not have an appreciation for dance games. Well, I'm mad that they developed this whole technology made me spend $150 on it and then didn't give me anything to use it with. What am I supposed to use the Kinect for? It was there for fucking dance games. And then they were just like, oh yeah, we're not really doing that anymore. I don't want 
don't want to play dance games unless my moves get recorded. I don't want to use the controller. That makes no fucking sense. Now, well, now they're like, you got to use your phone. But guess what? My phone is I, old as shit. So I, I can't I, even do that. Even if I had an Xbox Series X. Listen, my nigga, I do not want to pair my phone with some random ass company just to play a motherfucking dance game. I don't, I'm so pissed about this bullshit with the Kinect because bitches would be like, oh, but it's going to record your stuff. You have an Alexa in your house. Go fuck yourself. Pretty much. And first of all, if you have a cell phone, shut up about the Kinect. Right. No, people were already like, like, seriously, people were bitching nonstop about, about um, the Kinect and be like, it records. And like every single one of those people literally got an Alexa or a Google Home. Like, I shit you not. Every single person I know who to my face was just like complaining about it. And I'm also just like, you also have webcams. If you have a webcam, it is also an issue. Guess what anybody can fucking do? Goddamn pizza. Like we have traded privacy for convenience. Why couldn't we have just had the connect in our fucking dance games? Well, because music licensing was very expensive and they're just not paying that. Right. Mm-hmm. But music music licensing is expensive, but they also would have found a way to work around it if people weren't being dicks. All right. I'm still mad that I blame the consumer base for this one. I'm sorry. Well, Twitch Sings, I think it was pretty much the same thing. They didn't want to pay for the licensing because we weren't making them enough money. Okay, uh, but like nobody was using that shit. There was a whole community of people that were on Twitch things. It was very, it had its own tag. Like it was very popular. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Amazon spit. Sorry. I forgot. I'm, I was thinking of something else. I wasn't thinking of Twitch things. I was thinking there was another, there were some other singing games that came out specifically on console. And you had a little yeah, microphone for thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's I, I brain fog fucked it up, but yes. Uh, no, that's just Amazon being greedy. Amazon totally could have worked with the licensing on it. Amazon already has ways to work with the licensing on it. Like Amazon as a fucking company, they sell music. They fucking sell music. They also could have like created some uh, music that people could have worked with that would have gone around the licensing issue. They just didn't want to do it because it's fucking Amazon. Um, Yeah. Now that we've worked up a nice lather uh, in five. There's your fucking sound test, Aaron. In fucking five, fucking four, fucking three, fucking two, fucking one. Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of ADD Space. I'm your fucking host, Aaron Ray fucking Freeman. God damn it. But now with me, the actual fucking host of this fucking show, the CEO, goddamn owner, and the fucking proprietor, lead motherfucking therapist, goddamn head artist, social media fucking manager, travel czar. At least bacon, bacon. How are you? Well, now that you're making fun of me, I'm just gonna go home. Goodbye. I'm sorry. I'm not recording anymore. Let me just. I'm. I'm hanging up.
I wasn't making fun of you. I was getting into character. Everyone got all lathered up talking about getting sold defunct rhythm games, and I got into it, and all of a sudden, I'm making fun of people. Like, it's a legitimate grievance, but y'all got legit fired up about it. I'm fired up about it. We're all fired up about it. I'm not making fun of anyone. That shit costs money. No one understands me like Najela understands me when it comes to uh, music games. I'm being abandoned. I'm abandoned. Nobody understands me like Najela. Najela, I'm so glad you're here. Also with us is one of my other most favorite people who I don't probably less fired up. I I don't know. That, That last football game sounded tragic. Justin, how are you? I mean, I am fired up. I just exhibit my flame in different ways. But this is a special occasion. This is a first in ADD space history. Do you know what is happening today that has never happened in ADD space before? It, it's the um, first of nigga month, I'm, and we're here. I'm genuinely, I'm, I'm invested. What? 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 This is the first time that Jayla and I have been on a podcast together. Oh my God! How have you guys kept missing each other? Oh my God! Not, not just ADD space. In all of the the podcasts we have all guested on, all of our the friends that we share, this is the first time that we have actually been on a podcast together. So yeah. momentous occasion for all. Yeah. Holy shit! This goes down in history. My two favorite people on the same show together. We are starting off Black History Month with a. Bang. The blackest of blackest. A, we are yeah. all in here. On them big tablespoons of niggas. Like not just not a little pinch. Tablespoon, bro. You gotta take the other spoon and this is out this is niggaversity. I'm feeling very like affirmed by this because I was talking to somebody else. Um I, I was doing another recording and I was talking about being an, unambiguously black and my mom started laughing. Uh and was like, really? I just walked out of the room. With the <laughs> that so that's so mean. <laughs> yeah. So unambiguously, that's how I started Black History Month. <laughs> Wait. No, we're starting Black History Month with a div- with a diverse cast of blackity blacks. We do got a lot of black people from a lot of places, and a lot of demographics. It's true. Oh, I, I killed I killed a chat earlier because uh, there's there's like a focus channel and I'm not going to lie. Like sometimes it gets off focus, but um, I, uh, I I I have been not code switching and I forgot where I was. And I was like, wait, hold on. Give me a second. I've my phone is at uh, light skin percentages and um, kind of killed the room. <laughs> it was at four percent, though. I mean, you don't charge your phone. I did get yelled at to charge my phone, and I, I did. It, I mean, it is it is now at a full 96%, so it is also ready for Black History Month. You're trying one again, try and make it last all the way to the end of the month. You're not charging it no more. You're gonna go light skin. Never, light I'm skin not charging month. it for the rest of the month. This is it for the month. That's the light skin 10k. So if you're not, if I'm not answering text messages, you know why. Uh, we're gonna call that the light skin 10k. We we'll see how long you can like, use your phone without charging. <laughs> <it>. Light skin 10k. <laughs> we'll see how long you can go. So, <laughs> yeah, there you go. 
Um, there is a whole program. I mean, I don't know. The whole defunct being sold defunct unusable music games is um it's a problem with all eShops, I find. Especially the PlayStation and the Microsoft one have major problems communicating the validity of the thing you're going to buy if it's too far away from them. And I don't know what we do about Microsoft it. Microsoft doesn't even try. Um they won't even tell you that the game you're buying isn't compatible with your system until you're trying to install it. Um, so they'll take your money and be like, oh, you're trying to actually play this game? You can't. Yeah. yeah, I don't. Those peripheral games, like, I don't know. I They look confusing, like, when I see them. Because like, they always come in a stack. When you look and you scroll through the sales, it's like all of a sudden a music game. And then, like, 41 songs are on sale. And it looks terrifying. So I know nothing about it. So if they are scamming you, then let the people know and try to bring together other people who have been wronged by the Microsoft store selling defunct rhythm games. Let me tell you what Microsoft did. I have a young cousin. Music is in her heart. She wants to dance, enjoy life, tra-la-la, etc. So I say... I will indulge this interest and you could play a dance game because I know that I have all the dance centrals. And then I realize none of the dance central games are backwards compatible anymore. All of them gone. So all that music that I bought gone. Um, all that I have access to is dance central spotlight, which is a game that is no longer um, being uh service like oh, the store is down the server's down it is an abandoned game basically only um offline capabilities abandoned microsoft will still say oh you are playing dance central spotlight well would you like to purchase these songs if you go onto the microsoft store so i bought me for $3.49, some Usher songs, the Usher pack. There's no way to download those songs that I purchased anymore because the game is no longer being serviced. And today I tried to get a refund and they denied the refund. <laughs> no explanation. I tried to get a refund for two games because uh, I tried to get uh, Just Dance 2024, which is only for the Xbox Series X, which they don't tell you if you purchase it in the Microsoft Store on an Xbox One. So I was going to get me a little uh, refund. They kept my $3.49. And I think that's some bullshit. Why are you still selling songs that nobody could access? Because I guess Microsoft thinks since I purchased the songs and they gave me the songs, even though I have no way to download them into a functional playable state, I still own them. So they won't give me a refund. And that makes my blood boil. I want blood or something as re repentance for this, this crime, this insult. You hear that America rise up. I mean, all seriousness like it's actually quite annoying it's very confusing and um i like i said it's they kind of hover in this dead zone because i see like 
it, it might be just a problem across all music games that had a that required a peripheral that's been abandoned. So it might be like a widespread problem that might actually might need like a genuine, honest to God, no trolling spotlight on it because you're just burning through the money if you need to use it. And if you're playing a rhythm game, you're not really necessarily adhering to keeping up with a new console. It's a fucking dance game. So yeah, right. And I feel I, I was one of the few idiots who bought a Connect as soon as it was available for the Xbox One. But it made sense. Yeah, it at the time, yes, it made sense. Yeah, they were trying to make it a thing. And, and then they decided, good. oh yeah, we're not gonna like support this thing anymore. But thanks for the 150. <laughs> and so there's no games that use it. Um, doesn't work on the next generation. So games that you would think would have Connect capability do not. Yeah, I think so. Microsoft announced they're abandoning it, but um, the extent to which they are abandoning it has not been explained in detail, and that's kind of there are a lot of dead spots in yeah. In I mean, that that one of. that one actually was because I was really um, upset about it because I am and have always been a Connect advocate, because. Uh, uh, I really like rhythm games and I think playing a rhythm game with a controller is jank. Um, like what is the point of playing a dance game with your controller if you are capable of moving your body right. and want to dance? Or, or worse now for Just Dance, they want you to put your phone into an app. I mean, like, you control it by holding your phone and having this app open. That's how it it knows if you're doing the move. And I just, honestly, I, I do not have a Series X, so I have not tried the new Just Dance. That does not seem fun or accurate to me. How do you know I'm doing the dances? You just be waving that thing like mad and it's going to tell you whatever. I mean... Oh, wait, you're just supposed to hold your phone? Like, it's not even, like, using the camera to you, track you? So they have, there's no camera to track you. It, it's your phone. So you're holding it and how you move, it's tracking your movement. So it can only track your arm. It can only really track your arm movement. You can't yes. like track like your it is. Yeah, I don't. Which is like why it. if you look at the new Just Dance, like all the, the dancers have like a glove on that's glowing because that's the hand that's being tracked that you're supposed to be holding the phone in. So it's not like your other part of your body. Like, I guess it's just whatever. Just do your best. But it's supposed to tell. So they say they could tell that you're doing the dance right. And I just feel like that. No, no I call bullshit. I mean, yeah. I, I've, so I've done that because like before the Kinect came out, that's how you had to do it. Like, And if you played Just Dance like on the PlayStation, that's how you had to do it. Before they came out with the, here's these little move things. Because uh, they were trying to copy the Wii, so they made like motion controllers. Oh, yeah, those, little, those, even, little, those little ice cream things, ice cream scoops. Yes, I remember those. Those, came, those were specifically for uh, rhythm games, uh, but Sony discontinued that as well because. Um, so there's there's a couple. I I this is this is a thing where I I kind of blame I kind of blame everybody for in part like there's like all these like all this cool technology and stuff and like Sony and Microsoft did give dev, dev kits out and they just didn't like these du studios just didn't utilize the dev kits like they they didn't so it's the same with the connect like a lot of them didn't have like 
there wasn't a lot of connect support because nobody was interested in go like being fucking creative uh which was a, a similar similar issue with touchscreen games for a long time like even with the switch when you think of the switch how many games have touch touchscreen ability capabilities of it it's not that they don't have the stuff for it right they just actively choose not to develop for that thing that that is an active choice to like not take stuff into account like i believe fable had specifically some connect stuff and it was kind of cool uh the issue there was an issue with like black players because they didn't test it on black people because why would the fuck we why do black people play video games uh, who, who what black people play video games none none of us here surely none of us <laughs> i don't play video games i don't play rhythm games black do black people even dance um <laughs> so the connect also is not great if you have large breasts because it will ultimately be confused with your boobs and your arms to see which one is the extremity that's supposed to be doing the dance what are breasts of men then these people have never seen real breasts Najela. <laughs> they weren't tested with women or or women or bodies that have breasts <laughs> they're just like hey john can you can we just use you to like do some rhythm moments over here like it's fine What do you mean get Tabitha? Tabitha doesn't play these games. Tabitha doesn't play games. They just work at marketing. <laughs> oh my god. Um well, maybe there is like proper PC support for these peripherals so that like there uh, is a... There's not. <laughs> it doesn't work at all. I'm talking about like uh, I'm talking about like through like um emulators and hacks and stuff like that. I'm not saying like proper PC support. I mean like pirate PC support. It's like the same way some folks get like light guns to work. No one makes light so guns. So there for the connect and like the new stuff, there is an adapter that you can get to make the connect work with it. Right. Um uh it's really hard to find because it's pulling it's it's specifically targeting the extremely niche audience that's me and Najela. Uh I mean, so there's not that many. <laughs> and 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 the audience has bought them all up. <laughs> Um, you I was specifically have to get an adapter to get the connect, yeah, the yes. second generation connect to work with the Xbox One. I don't think yes. you can even get an adapter to get it to work with a Series X. Uh, I um, probably unlikely, yeah. I mean, possibly because I think so because I think it's the same connector, um, because um, it's specifically to work with like the new Xboxes. Uh, because we had this problem, and they specifically said no. There's no connection for the connect with either of these consoles, and people were like, "But my games." Um, yeah, no. I guess that's why they solved the problem. Just like, oh well, you can't play those games, so there's no Dance Central for you. Right. No, it's 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 really infuriating. I blame everybody for it, and I'm sure Aaron's gonna use the the rant pre-show as the opening to the show i mean uh, got, i mean to be clear i actually would like to know is there's no way like here's the deal there's one thing i've learned now that i'm like going backwards and forwards in time is there's a big chunk of people who like older stuff that kind of gets abandoned and there's more people speaking up more about it all the time so it's like there has to be people who are figuring out how to use a connect on a series x like i'm looking right now and the adapters exist 
for example. So like, yeah. so I'm like, there has to be some proper support for but y'all. I wonder, what are they playing on the Series X? I mean, I assume they're playing the backwards compatible Kinect games. They still, there are still a handful of Kinect games that still work on Series X, big chunk of them. I just no, I just I see them there. I just no one. Ha- I don't have a Kinect, so I'm like, all right, but they're there. You can play them, especially the first party Microsoft games. Big wall of them can play. Uh, can are backwards compatible. So it's just a matter of getting the Kinect to work on your Series X, which apparently can be done. Which we should get you a Series X. I know, I know you enjoy you know a very um bohemian um gamer lifestyle but i play crackdown and i play skyrim right however the it's like it's like saying i drive a car right but the car you drive still needs to be upgraded even if the functional sentence is i drive a car the car still needs to change periodically same thing with the stove same thing with the microwave oven i don't know light bulbs from <laughs> how just, long i've had my cell phone i, I don't think i agree with that i, I understand uh, I, I, your cell phone is included in this conversation listen in no way am i asking you to do all of this overnight that's why it's a process we are working together i am in no way nudging or shoving you in a direction we're just massaging the ideas in and like maybe around thanksgiving we'll return to it and see if your opinions on the matter have changed. you are not under the gun just, you know, we're talking about it. That's all. We're workshopping it, coming together, compromising as a group for Black History Month. What I want is for Microsoft to give me my goddamn $3.49 <laughs> or let me play my goddamn Usher songs in Dance Central Spotlight. <laughs> that is what I want. Those are my list of demands. Okay. There is an actual honest to God. I'm not giving Microsoft any more of my money. You know what it feels like to want to play a game and purchase a console and wait six years for a game to come out? And that game is just hot ass and unfinished. And you know they're never going to make good on the promise of the premise of that game. You described like 15 games. That's what Microsoft did to me. You described 15 games. What game are you talking about? Yeah, I'm talking I'll, about Crackdown Three. I, oh, I, how long okay. I waited? Oh, I knew, I knew from Najela context. Najela was talking about Crackdown, but I also had the same thought as Aaron as what game? Because I'm, I'm gonna be real. Destiny fell into that one for me. Right, everyone has a yeah. game like that for them, so you have to be more. Specific. I mean, I'm still salty about Scalebound. Uh, so, oh. I think for me, Destiny's greatest crime isn't that it's bad right like destiny is a functional game it plays or at least when i played it it played well um it, it was not unfinished in the like in a technical sense destiny's greatest sin to me was i didn't feel like they put the effort in right like the the last draw for me was when they released the endless forest Curse, like of, curse, curse of Osiris. Every, it yes. lost everybody got lost on Curse of Osiris. Be- and it's not even like narratively. Osiris made no goddamn sense. It's a good story. I, but narratively, I got what they were doing. Functionally and technically, the things they did, I was like, this should be like in the game, just in the game. These should just be things that exist within the game. And they're not. 
And that was, that's what turned me off from it. What keeps me from going back to Destiny is I've experienced what a real MMO is that embraces the fact that it's an MMO. And I'm like, I can't go back now. Like, I'm sure Destiny is fine. Like, I'm sure it oh, has no. fixed the, my issues with it. They they swapped out. So the problem with Destiny 2 when it launched was that it was actively trying not to be an MMO. The director, everyone said it wasn't. They've ejected those people into space years ago. And now people are like, yes, this is an MMO. Even to the point where it's the response to people who complain about whatever they have to grind in the game. This is, this is an MMO. Sorry, Brad. Go play the game. Or not. Sorry. So you're right. It was absolutely, absolutely the biggest problem with the game. Also, um, I would like them to put into canon how many guardians stood in front of the entrance to the infinite forest to only be told they have no more access to it at all, given narratively what it was. How many guardians stormed off the set? There had like that was like a whole police blockade. It lost so many people, including myself. I played Monster Hunter World for a full year. <laughs> um afterwards same. but yeah actually same actually right that's what i moved right on to monster hunter i, I was so I, mad i remember when i had done curse of osiris and i said cool and i walked up to the infinite forest i was like i wonder what they got in here and i went up there and i was like and i was with a buddy and i was like hey can you press x on this he's like nah I was like, hey, go to the corner. Press the, press X on the corner. And I was like, no. All right, let's step a little bit away from it. <laughs> let's step a little bit away from it. Press X. We were like, I don't think. And then I went online and every people were like, you can't go into the infinite forest. <laughs> you get like three lame story missions and you can't replay any of the campaign. Yeah, people were people were mad. That yeah, was it. My, I lost everybody. My ish- my issue was because Destiny One ended so Destiny One ended on such a fucking high note. The community was engaged. There was like I I was so excited for Destiny Two until I was hearing stuff coming out of the beta, and then I was like, oh no. Right. And then, and uh, I was like, I don't think I'm gonna like this, and I am very the, concerned. It, and then like Aaron was. Aaron was there. Aaron was like rooting for me. Aaron was just like, well, maybe, you know, and I went, I'm like, I don't know, buddy. Well, and uh, well. then, then, you know, Destiny 2 comes out. And I realized after I think of a couple months in that every lesson that they learned in Destiny 1, yes, they abandoned. They, they, they abandoned it completely. So playing Destiny 2 to me felt exactly like when destiny one first dropped because i played destiny one for a solid like year to two years and then i like i dropped it and then i picked it back up again when aaron got me reinterested in it and then i was playing with both aaron and then uh with the with the playstation space wakanda with you lj and uh i was having a fucking blast and they learned so much and so i did not want to pay money for them because all of the because i know all of the dlc and the season passes cost money i knew what i was going what's going to happen because they did the same process with destiny one right Mm -hmm. i did not want to spend money for them to relearn all the same lessons that they learned with destiny one and what worked and what didn't and then to realize that they were an MMO. And I just did not want to spend money for them to relearn all of those lessons they should have already incorporated. Yeah. Um, 
that was my entire issue it and was, i never regretted that decision it was a weird <laughs> it was a weird thing because what i the honest the honest thing seemed to be they didn't want the pressure of balancing an mmo like when destiny 2 came out it seemed as though they were trying desperately to avoid the lore of destiny 1 and the balancing adventure that the destiny 1 became as it became bigger and bigger and they were trying to actively avoid it to the point where they were kind of insulting the player base a little bit. And then they just lost us. Like, they really were trying to, they were really trying to slide by. And, um, yeah. And now we're at the point where something like Destiny 2 work, would work because we don't want to play any more live service games. Yay! We're done with them! Yay! No more! Yay! Or is it just Suicide Wait, Squad? we're done with live, what? Yeah, so that's what Suicide, that is the message, that is the message that has been delivered. Um, Suicide Squad came out, remember they announced it last year? And they were like, and people were like, is this a live service game, nigga? And they were like, no, no, not at all. No, no, not, it's not a live service game at all. We're just going to, and then they threw the tarp over it and drove it away for a year. And then they brought it back now. And it is, they have shaved off as much live service game as they can possibly manage to shave off of it because it's just the, the DNA of the game. They shaved it down to all it's pretty much bald and shiny and reflective there is um, there's like i think it's like safe to be I online think they took the, i think they took the wrong lesson this doesn't make any sense well, so, okay sorry continue. this happened with gotham knights like uh, literally the exact same process happened with gotham knights you can see the bones of marvel's avengers in gotham knights right but they ran away from the live service part right uh, they didn't. They didn't shave off enough of it because the game itself still didn't play. It didn't. It it still played too much like a live service game, and possibly so. Right. Like I said, and it's like it. They've done a. It seems as though they've done a better job here of shaving it down. But that's the message. Is we don't want to do this anymore, and I hope it's received because Suicide Squad seems to be. If it was like Guardians of the Galaxy, would have been a um to me my favorite superhero game <laughs> if um if it was on rails and not a live service game where you kind of do the same 12 missions over and over again and it's again mm -hmm. that's fine but you know I, I so i think i think there's like how do i put this so i think there's like like i i i think i think people want to call like all online only games like live service games well i mean the, the, what they wanted to do with Suicide Squad was live service, like like. Well, like, no, no, I I I get it. Uh, but like, what? So what I'm saying is, is like, if you're gonna make a live service game, you need to go all in. Like, you can't just do like like if you're doing like the, the same twelve missions and then just replay over and over again. Like, I don't think that's a true like live service. That's just that's just a cash grab. Like, it's a live service cash grab. If that makes sense. Um, yeah. Oh, I see you, what you mean. But isn't that what that game is? Because I I haven't watched a lot of the gameplay because it was mostly just people like yelling and being upset, and I'm just not into that. But it seemed like all like the whole game, like people playing through the whole game, and it's only like ten hours, which is not that long for yeah. A I I full think price triple A game. I think, yeah, I think the issue isn't, like, necessarily live service game, but live service cash grabs. Right. Because, um, um, like, there's, oh, you mean, if like, you I, make a good live service game, people will just play it. People actually like doing that. People like playing games with their friends. Um, 
I can't tell whether this is, I think, so I, I am willing to, I, so this is a theory that I'm working on is that we like to play live service games. We like to play um, unfolding adventures, but we don't want to play them as existing characters that have incredible deep roots. So like the best live service games, the ones that take off, whether it's the indie game that randomly takes off um or whatever it's always a game where you can kind of tell your own story even if it's in like an established world like final fantasy there's something about leveling up wolverine and spider-man and harley quinn that doesn't stick and i think that's because the story already exists there's no place for your own narrative playing as harley quinn and king shark outside of the 30 hours where you hit you take your edible with your homie and play as harley quinn and twin and king shark I, think I don't know why they didn't. Just... Oh, I, was, I I think I would have been more interested in Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League if you got to just do a character creator and you leveled up that character. Right. Because, I mean, narratively, there's always a rando on the Suicide Squad. You just would be the red shirt. Like, you, you mean you mean City of Villains? Yeah. <laughs> but but with like you actually get to play your su- your super villain uh with harley quinn and king shark and everybody no. i don't see how that would have changed the game that much but i think it would have made it more enjoyable uh, so it's a balance because the story is interesting because i am playing as harley quinn but i have no desire to level up harley quinn for 500 hours but if i play as a dude and i didn't die and that's like the gag is i have made it through the first 20 minutes of a suicide squad anything um, then the story suffers because it's like Cole from Mortal Kombat. I'm here and I'm experiencing the story, but I'm also fucking Cole. And his presence, it, while it is a cool avatar for us to like exist in the world, we're also fucking Cole from Mortal Kombat. That sucks a little. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I don't like it's like this Harley Quinn kills Batman, and it's actually a very interesting scene where she tries to apply a lot of ceremony. She won't let anyone carry his body but her. She lugs that shit around. She sits him down. He starts talking his shit because he's, you know, he's, he's brainwashed. He starts lobbing insults that the Joker lobs at her, and she shoots him. And she calls him out for it, and he laughs, and then she shoots him because that's, and that's the thing. Like, that's what the thing people get mad at. But like, if Cole's in the background there, if I'm Cole just standing there, then it's like okay you know and it's kind of the problem here is there was a really good there's a really good live service game where you play as cole and the suicide squad or a really good story where you play as the suicide squad and you don't have to level anything up (laughs) in both of those games yeah they they they're like they're like human centipeded together and a lot of folks don't like it (laughs) yeah i want to touch on two things there Harley Quinn killing Batman, by the way. I, I don't even know if that's a spoiler because it's the premise of the it's game. It's the premise of the game. Batman. It's the premise of the game. The Justice League says so on the fucking can. Fuck. Price is on the can. Um, That scene is so well done and it is such a narrative loop for Harley Quinn. Seeing people get mad at that and saying it disrespects Kevin Conroy when he gives one of his better performances yes, as a brainwashed yeah. Batman. Yes, he does. Like, that is a perfect end for Harley Quinn's feud with Batman. Yep. That he has devolved into a lesser Joker, someone that mm. she has already dealt with, and mm. she's not even mad. She's just, mm. you're supposed to be better than this. Right, you have to go. And you, um, you have the, to go, and you wouldn't disagree. If you were in your right mind, Bruce, you wouldn't disagree. 
again, it, like narratively, that is such a, a well done point. I do feel like the Spider-Man games have struck the balance of taking an established character, giving you just enough to start with so that you don't feel like you're Wolverine learning how to use your claws, but also give you a reward for playing the game by expanding on the tool that you have. Yeah. Like when, when you Spider-Man two, when you start, they, I thought I was going to have to earn the wings. The first scene the first set piece in spider-man 2 is use the wings i was like oh so they're just giving me this they give you all the tools out front and they say cool as you go through the game you can level up these tools you can unlock skills because skills are unlocked at certain plot points as they as you know you're the characters themselves are making things happen it's like hey i made this thing now i can use this ability Mm. and it feels natural like it feels it feels like natural growth it doesn't feel like what you said with suicide squad where it's like I'm leveling up Harley Quinn for 500 hours for stuff that she should already know how to do. The um, You know what it is? It's because Spider-Man ends. If Suicide Squad ended, I bet you they could design a similar game where you, because in, there's an organic powering up of the squad in ability, like they get abilities to fight the Justice League. Like they are covered and by the time end of the game, they have like anti-speed force um, gauntlets and golden kryptonite like, uh, like, 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 literally tied with rope and wire around their body, so Superman can't touch them. You know what I mean? So, like, there's a natural organic growth that, if the game ended in thirty at twenty to thirty hours, would be very cool, and you'd be able to expand on it. But because the game is designed to like perpetually exist, it's kind of like if Destiny ended, like Mass Effect Andromeda. Like, if Destiny was sixty-five hours, imagine the story that could be visually told by your guardian if destiny ended in 60 hours you see what i'm saying so the fact that it doesn't end changes the gaming design inherently which is kind of the problem people have with it so and spider-man is a good point spider-man i put 60 hours in spider-man i wouldn't have wanted to put 500 hours in spider-man the growth of miles and pete like organically as characters and movesets and oh it's fucking superb but i think this is because the game ends they, they, they're, they're yeah, if you if you want to make a live service game, you need it to you need it you need to handle the narrative differently. Um, yeah, yeah. But like I said, um, I also oh. I saw one clip. Uh, I don't I don't know if this is a spoiler because it was it was just a random clip where they were like, "We have to kill thirteen Brainiacs." So I guess like every season you kill a Brainiac oh. or something. And I'm like, "Oh, that's the 13. hook." Well, that's the that's hook, way right? too many. Well, they that, should have said like one or two and like keep adding them but to presume 13 seasons of this game it's like big shenmue that's... energy <laughs> shenmue yeah. energy you throwing out a high number there chief <laughs> what was that number 13 that's an ambitious third yeah. say that again one and three nigga okay good luck good luck out there <laughs> yeah i literally saw that and i was like oh i don't also, that's another thing I don't understand why people are mad about how they treated the Justice League because it pops open the Elseworld. So, like, the Justice League aren't dead, just the same way in the multiverse characters aren't quite dead. So, it's like they're bringing in the Joker from another universe as DLC because they have to go to other universes to kill their Brainiac. So, the Justice League aren't as dead as we think anyway. So, fuck it. Yeah. It's a little. And like, this technically is also an Elseworld world. Yes. So, right. Like, so it's like you know, people. The Justice League you love, they're still there. They're, they're still, still so, they're somewhere. Yeah, they're still <laughs> in Justice League somewhere cooking. Here's the other thing. You know that, what I, would make the money? Sorry. No, go ahead. What would make the money? If they had special DSC, you get to kill the Snyderverse Justice League. 
So I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> the people that love injustice and the people that love the murder verse are the ones the most upset that the Justice League die in this. And I'm like, this is the logical conclusion of what you want in your storytelling. Mm -hmm. This is what you want. I have a word for you right now, Justin. That word is literacy. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) But they didn't kill a lot of the Justice League in Injustice, if you think about it. A lot of them got locked up or depowered or taken off the field. Except for like, I can think of maybe three of them. Nobody really ended up in the ground. This is in the game. You are killing the judge. Like they they die, and then yeah. their bodies get desecrated. Apparently, nah, so. no, it's fine. Their bodies don't get that. They literally don't. They just get shot in the head. The only person that gets moved around is um Batman because Batman gets taken. He's not killed immediately. He's actually you beat him and then he's badly injured and you take him to Lex Luthor. And then you take him out of there, and then there's a scene on the park bench with Harley. Oh. And uh, it's no, like I said, oh, the, the, well, spoiler warnings. I saw somebody complaining that the Flash got his corpse got peed on. Is oh, that yeah, not yeah, because Boomerang, well, Boomerang peed no, on his happen. body because that's Boomerang. He's going to pee on the Flash's corpse if he dies. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, so Boomerang tries to, but they stop him from doing it. And the whole joke of uh, that is, oh, Boomerang has a big dick. Like, that, the whole, that oh, whole yeah. setup is where Boomerang has a big dick. Yeah, okay. that's the setup of that. I don't love that. I don't like that. King Shark is like they, <laughs> that's actually it, really funny, right? He's like, he's like, oh, it's good. <laughs> I don't to see. like it. He said they were like Deadshot was like, oh, it's good for you. And then King Shark is like, they've cursed you in so many ways. It's good to see there's some balance. <laughs> they've cursed you in so many ways. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the good, okay, of this never world, mind. Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. It's worth it. Samoa oh, Joe. God. AEW World this might be my favorite incarnation. Yes. This might be my favorite incarnation of King Shark. He is just so perfect. He is. I didn't know this was a thing I needed. How does the quote go? Never before have I known that I needed a thing so badly until I've received it. <laughs> right. It's King Shark, Samoa Joe, AEW World Heavyweight Champion. He's also fucking Sweet Tooth. So. Really? Yeah, he's the body of Sweet Tooth. To be clear, he could be the voice of Sweet oh, okay. Tooth, but Will Arnett is the voice of Sweet Tooth. Um, but they play Sweet Tooth for comedy okay, in the fair. Twisted Metal show. If they played it, if they play, they played the Twisted Metal show plays the um, first two Twisted Metals and not Twisted Metal Black, so it plays them for okay. comedy. So they have oh. Will Arnett's voice and Samoa Joe's body, but they could use Samoa Joe's voice if they ever like did Twisted Metal Black Sweet Tooth. He sounds one to one like Dark Sweet Tooth, so he could do both of those things. I'm a Samoa Joe fan, so now I'm fan personing out. So anyone can just mute my microphone at any moment. It's fine. I can't. I'm just going to well, go ahead. I have not I, seen the Twisted Metal show yet, but I was expecting Twisted Metal Black. Thank you for no, 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 giving no. me that warning. Because uh, I might. feel like I would. So so the first one is so they're doing Twisted Metal 1 and they're doing Twisted Metal 1 and 2. So it's kookier and it's kooky dark, not dark dark. Um, Just yeah. like I said, I understand. Like I said, once you make the adjustment and understand they're not doing Twisted Metal Black, then it's great. But if you go in there thinking you're going to do Twisted Metal Black, it's almost annoying. But you have to understand, like, Twisted Metal wasn't Twisted Metal Black. The best one was Black, but the first one was Goofy. <laughs> it's Goofy 90s nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it was, uh, it's great. It's fact, it's Anthony Mackie's best role. In fact, it should be his only role. Just 
That's, that, that was rude. That was rude. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, the way rude. international politics are going, I don't know if we're getting that next Captain America movie. The way what? Yo. How, what's going on? How, how, how much is Disney going to stall? Because they're like, yeah, black Captain America. Oh, y'all have stopped caring about the black things. Hmm. Well, I think it's more the uh, IDF character sabra named after a massacre yeah so and like in the comics she is a villain just straight up villain has to learn uh to not massacre palestinian children from the hulk of all people yeah the hulk uh, has to lecture her on empathy yeah oh they can't bring that movie out at all that sucks <laughs> nope oh, wow. they cannot they can't bring that movie out at all that's they're crazy. screwed no matter how they play it because if they give you the comic character like the comic our accurate character that's gonna be spicy and Oof. big daddy uh military is not gonna like that Oof. and then if they change it um the public is gonna hate that so and i feel like they already like fucked up the flag smashers so i don't know Oh wow! I didn't realize. I I didn't realize. Oh, the, oh, that's why. Okay, because I read that they were taking all the flag smasher scenes out of the movie, because Seth Rollins, another wrestler, is um in one of the flag, and they took all the scenes out of the movie. And I was like, I wonder why. I didn't follow up. I was like, oh, that's a shame. And um, oh, that's what. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. the the whole Daddy keeper military will not. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, not, not only Daddy Military, the whole keep your politics out of my comics crowd is going to, well, one, how can you go to a Captain America movie and have that mentality? Yeah. I don't know how you can see any of, like, any superhero or Avengers, any, any superhero, anything. All of the superhero, every fucking single superhero is made around something that is inherently political. People, it's not, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm going to go on a small rant here. Uh, it has nothing to do with politics whatsoever. It's, I just don't want to hear about things that I don't care about or don't like. Yep. And I, I mean, it's always been that. It's not, and it, it's so fucking ridiculous. Because, like, when you get down to, like, what politics is, like, everything is, fucking everything is about politics. It's just, like, how people act in a society with their government like that's fucking it like it's like people think like oh like like it's this big like thing but it, it's really basic it's very simple our whole lives are like governed by it like it's just about people and governance that's it that's it yeah, simple but when they say well, i don't want the politics what they want to say is don't be nigging up my shit um, oh yeah no that's why i said it's specifically about stuff they don't want to hear about or they don't like so they don't like niggas they don't like women they don't like queer people they don't like uh they don't like thinking yeah that's like, it right there that bit right there i'm like i'm like go read a romance novel well i don't like that either because that's I, listen better. listen just like go read porn and uh have like you know try to think about how your porn's trying to get taken away by conservatives and the government because like i don't know what to tell you um uh, like why are you in comics that that is literally how comics were made and all these characters were too even even the even though i just wanted to make a character that people didn't really have to think about like it, it, you have if you're writing a story you're gonna have to write something complex i'm sorry yep. yeah but it's not politics when it's white men doing white mending things right 
and yeah, it's totally not politics when it's like, you know, like white men are catching criminals. Like that's not a whole political thing. <laughs> no, don't think. Just absorb. It's also not political to have uh, an open world game where you capture animals and have them work for you and the opposing faction is a PETA knockoff <laughs> trying to liberate Yes, segue into Edgelord Pokemon. Let's go. Segway of the month goes to Justin. And we just started. This is February 1st and Justin gets segue of the month. Let's Ooh. give a shout out for Justin. Just masterful. You, 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 you tee it up. I, I gotta, I gotta set it. I gotta, I gotta tee it up for him. I'm gonna knock it out. Um, so, okay. I have a lot of thoughts on Power World. I am not equipped to talk about how Power World was made. I'm not equipped to talk about if it uses AI or not, because frankly, I haven't done the research though if it uses AI or not. So if you're looking for that discussion from me in particular, I'm not going to have it because I don't know anything about it. But here's what I do want to talk about with Power World. The discourse around Power World for me, I've largely seen is people saying, this is what Pokemon should be. And it has led me to the conclusion, you don't like Pokemon. They don't. Because Pal World is not Pokemon. Pal it's World not. is Ark. Pal World is Ark survival with a Pokemon aesthetic. That's what you want. You don't want Pokemon games. You want games with Pokemon aesthetics. Right? Like Arcus. Arcus at its core is a Zelda game with Pokemon licensing. Hmm. That's what you want. Because the Pokemon loop is always going to be the same. It's always going to be catch Pokemon, battle gym leaders, become champion, post-game. That's always going to be the Pokemon loop. If that loop doesn't appeal to you, then you don't like Pokemon. You may like the Pokemon aesthetic, but as a game, you don't like Pokemon. And that's fine if you don't like Pokemon, but don't pretend that Power World is giving you the Pokemon game you wanted. No, this game already exists in better form with dinosaurs. It's Ark. It's literally Ark. <laughs> so that frustrates me when I see that. And then they say, oh, well, this is giving us Pokemon with friends. I'm like, no, Scarlet and Violet gave you that. Like some of my best memories with Scarlet and Violet are playing with Bacon and Leaf and we're roaming the open world doing our own thing. Leaf finds a Pokemon that I wanted, uh, Relo, and Leaf's like, yo, this thing is over here. I'm like, bet. I run over there. I catch it. They're watching me. They're celebrating, cheering me on. I'm like, yo, when I played Pokemon Red and Blue as a kid, this is what I was pretending to do with my little brother. Now we can actually do that. Like, meanwhile, that's me. meanwhile, I was on the complete other side of the map lost and having no idea what the fuck I was doing. That's also something I don't think Scarlet and Violet gets enough credit for. The way it handles simultaneous multiplayer, all players can exist on the same map doing completely different things and not interfere with each other. Yep. And I love that you can, like, if somebody is, like, having a gym battle, you can watch it. Like, I really like that. I mean, like, I can watch my homie and cheer them on. Like, I really yeah. love that. And, like, there's actual, like, you actually have the cheer emote you could do. Like, yeah! It's so cute. Like, that is so good. That That is one thing I do miss from Sword and Shield. The... The stadium the battles. Like, it was, they were so hype. Right, like the spectacle with gym battles. Like they, they felt like sporting events. Like they, they felt grandiose. Yes, I want Pokemon Stadium. Yeah, You're Pokemon Stadium. Yes, yes. You're valid. I want that. I had fun. 
I have my little dude. I leveled him up. I showed him off. Peak Pokemon experience. And apparently, nobody else agrees with me because they don't make them. That is so weird to me, though, because I remember when Pokemon Stadium dropped. Like, I remember buying that piece for my N64 where you could put the Pokemon you captured into the N64. Like, I remember that. I was like, yo, this is... This is dope. And they had like the tap like felt the like a culmination tower. of your experience. Yes. Now nah, bring Stadium back. Like Stadium is dope. I'm not gonna lie, I feel like they are gonna bring back some of these games or at least do more showy stuff because the Switch has so many more capabilities than like what people give it credit for. It's just they need to build up more of the infrastructure for it. And I really feel like that's going to be happening. Like, I think we're going to get the Switch or Switch adjacent for like the long haul. Kind of like, like it works so well. Like, and I don't think we're going to have as many. Like, and I, I think even going back to cartridges is also part of that with game longevity. And also they're on like the way that they're having like Nintendo online with the old stuff. I think they're moving into more of a cross platform play and also um, uh, uh, just having everything be more interactive. Like, and I, like, I know they're going to make a not switch like, cause Nintendo doesn't stay with the same projects. They're very into innovation, but I think they're going to keep with some of the same key points that are making the Nintendo switch successful. If that makes sense. Um, so I feel like we're honestly going to get one of those games. Listen, they're making a second fantasy life. And when I tell you niche games, getting a sequel, that game is so niche. We almost didn't get that game. So I'm like I've I've actually got some high hopes for that. Uh but on Pal World, like there's so much discourse and it's so wild. This is just one of them games um, that people are just spouting opinions. <laughs> I so I saw somebody play it. They got like a key and they played it like I guess they were like a beta person. So I saw a little bit of it and I was like like, I didn't see what the big deal. I was like, it's cute. It's whatever. Because they didn't get far enough to see, like, people. And now that it's launched, I'm seeing people play. And you could, like, enslave human beings. Yes. You, okay. You enslave the liberation front. Okay. So I, I feel like I, I need to just, if I can interject here. So I, this is not coming from hater bacon this is not i have no there is no hater aid for this game let me preface this that first i am not calling this edgelord pokemon out of irony it is it really is edgelord pokemon <laughs> um, it, it, i mean it plays like arc but so when they wanted to create this game they did want to examine certain ethical questions that are with pokemon um, they also wanted to um, make people feel uncomfortable about certain things. They did decide to just add guns to the game because they thought Americans would like it. Now, my only gripe with the guns thing is that there are not pink, pink guns and there is nothing more American than a pink AK. So I take extreme offense about that. Um, 
the fact that they're all just one tone, where is the Star Spangled Banner on the side of the grenade launcher? Like, I have serious questions about this. Um, even Call of Duty gets this right. Um, they got to say something for the DLC, Bacon. They need a narrative. There's a. There's not even a narrative yeah, for this game. Yeah, there is a narrative. You watch the shore <laughs> and you're trying not to die because all the animals will fucking kill you. So you, you got to wrangle <laughs> you them up and put them You know what I mean by narrative. Listen, you out here in these streets. That's narrative. Um, but no, that's not narrative, Aaron. Um, but that, like, the, the uncomfortable feeling on, you know, uh, attacking a pal and... Uh, not being able to successfully capture it so it dies. Uh, they wanted specifically to evoke that kind of feeling. Like, that is the purpose of their game. Uh, they also um, kind of operate under... Uh, they they really kind of like sitting on the fence of plagiarism. Uh, one of their last games is literally a Tears of the Kingdom knockoff, and they have a Hollow Knight knockoff in production as we speak. So, like, they're specifically, as a company, uh, trying to sit on, find the exact line of plagiarism and sit on it. Now, as for the AI, there is no proof they used any AI in that game. Uh, uh, the the artist has, like, even before all this stuff, pretty sure they, are, like, they did have one artist, and they said that they, hand, like, uniquely hand-drew a lot of the assets, which I actually believe them because you you can't have that many assets and not create them, like create them from scratch. Like you you have to. There are too many fucking assets. Um, and they even mentioned that they're like, we actually wanted to sh- sh- like shorten it and reuse stuff, and then we found out that was fucking impossible. Um, but the owner of this company is extremely into AI and wants to utilize it for everything as much as possible. Um, as for the copyright claims, uh, I'm pretty sure that there's there's actually uh, some legal room there if, nin- if uh, Nintendo, Game Freak, and Pokemon, because they all jointly own Pokemon as it, as like an uh, entity. Like, it's, it's shared property between the three. People are like, Nintendo. And I'm like... That's not actually true. It's they all jointly own it, and the Pokemon company is really the one who's going to be going after people for it. So it's not really Nintendo. It, it's specifically Pokemon, the company. Um, and if they did, if they did go after it, it would be specifically about the assets. Um, there's already a lot of like. Um, uh, weird copyright stuff specifically about like uh preserving like an expression of the game but they don't want to like trademark things like game mechanics they don't want to trademark specific game mechanics because that can get real messy real fast if that makes sense so like the throwing of the pokeball it's totally a fucking pokeball like the throwing of the pokeball to catch a pal like that can't be copywritten as a mechanism if that makes sense but there is there is legal room for like the individual assets themselves like some of them are just straight up pokemon like you can't tell me they're they're not like one of them is literally one of the dragon types and it's just got a flower on it and and they just like replaced one of the things 
with a flower on its head and change the color green. Like it, it is that thing. Like it is, it, it is what it is. Now, if they decide that they want to deal with that, that's totally up to them. Their lawyers are probably all trying to decide it out. They probably, they, they also might not decide that they don't really fucking care. Or worst case scenario, it's gonna be like, um, uh, Plants vs. Zombies, where they uh fucked around with a Michael Jackson, uh estate and used michael used thriller and michael jackson's lights uh, likeness as a zombie in plants vs. zombies Ooh. and they made them change that all out <laughs> yeah so like they'll probably be like oh here's a small fine and you need to change these specific assets um but i don't i don't think it's that deep like i don't think any of this is that deep and people are losing their goddamn minds Well, yeah, it's. I, oh, go ahead. I guess I'm. I'm still. There's slavery. There is so Edge Lord Pokemon was. I said it for a reason. There's you can literally buy a guillotine or a chair with spikes in it, as yeah, like furniture. Slavery and torture. Um. So. <laughs> for the game whatever the reason truth. like like bacon said they want the player to feel uncomfortable doing these things like that's the commentary trying to make unfortunately the community that has latched onto this sees this as a how-to manual instead of a warning label i've seen people gleefully work the the uh fat well like, they're not bad guys but the the opposition to you. Oh no, some of them are bad guys. Uh, so there's like there there's an organization, I can't remember what it's called, but it's basically PETA for pals. Uh they are like for the liberation essentially of all pals. Like you don't capture any pals, but they will also kill pals. That sounds like PETA. It's literally a commentation on PETA. And they have guns, and they will attack you. Also, the pals can have guns. Yeah. Yes, I saw that. I guess I'm just... Um, I get the commentary that they're trying to say, but when you just have your player base gleefully making plantations and then uploading um, TikToks and them singing slave songs, uh, I feel like the mark has been missed. And uh, now you've just made a super kawaii slave uh, uh, simulator. I won't lie to you. Yes. Uh, having heard the CEO of the publisher speak, I feel like commentary is a strong word for his products. Um, yes. His products <laughs> yes. are like his products are like you know the middle slice of bread in a Big Mac, like that. Yes. Except as exquisitely crafted as you can possibly do. It's just is not trying I, to do anything. Yeah, no, no, no. I literally like these. This, what this man is trying to achieve is nothing deep. Like he's not yeah. like trying to do deep no. philosophical thoughts. He's like, what if we explore this idea? We know what the answer to that idea is. We right. all here know what the answer to that idea is. Yeah. TikTok, as Najela says, know what the answer to that idea is. Right. It's easier to stir the brain chemicals. People wanted, um, I uh, guess. Um, a survival Pokemon game are willing to take literally any survival Pokemon game glommed onto this. Like as a person, I saw that um that Hollow Knight um 
no, whatever that like supermarket brand Hollow Knight thing they're working on. And I like Metroidvanias. And I was like, oh, that doesn't look too bad. I was getting my brain chemicals stirred up there. That's what they do. I'm not buying that shit. But that's it's, his express goal is to do that and only that with his products. Well, and it's actually extra shitty that they did that because the 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 next Hollow Knight content actually got um, pushed back again because of the bullshit that was going on previously with Unity. And that's when they announced that they're coming out with a Hollow Knight. Right. Uh, and I'm like, that's extra shitty because like the the company that. Uh, did Hollow Knight? That that's actually a small to, indie company. To, to, to be clear, um, in our current in our current climate, consumer climate, the fastest way to get popular is off of the disdain for another product. He sees it, and he's going to strike every single time. And it is dastardly, but completely valid and true. And oh no, I. I I I understand exactly what he is, but like when I say like I don't have any interest in these products in this game, like everything that was stated here is why I have no interest. Yeah. Do you want to know what's funny? So I've um with with the emergence of uh Paul World, I was like it made me think of Polya. And I was like, I'm going to play Polya again because you know what's not stressful and doesn't have guns and I can just farm all the time and craft? Polya. And I was looking at the logo for Polya and I was looking at just like the like a Polya box art and I went, they stole that from Paul. They, like, Paul World stole that from Polya. Yeah, buddy. Man is- I, was looking, I was looking at it and I'm like, Y'all really just like plagiarism as a concept. Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> Gotta make this money. <laughs> get these brain juices. Is, brain juices and unrest, no, bro. Let's go. No, it's like it's like they it's like they threw all their marketing material at Fiverr and went, Can we have something like this? Yes. <laughs> I was like I was like That's I was like what what is what for ass strategy? Like, what I in the Streamlabs? What in the Streamlabs bullshit is this? Let's see. Uh, for people who don't understand the reference, uh, Streamlabs uh, copied almost the entire website of another streaming, like a uh, uh, broadcasting software platform. It was oh, a yeah. whole. The, it was a that- whole. Yes. Didn't they copy OBS? OBS being the free, like purposely freeware because they just want people to have access to it. Uh, and then Streamlabs took the free OBS, branded it as Streamlabs, and then just decided to like, oh, well, now we're going to charge people for it. Uh, yes and no. Off their site. Yes and no. Like they did make their, they made their own broadcasting software. It probably is based off of OBS but they operate completely differently. Um, one of the biggest reasons why Streamlabs is popular is because it's extremely intuitive. Like you don't need to know anything to figure out how to use it. Like it's very beginner user friendly. Yeah. They put a lot of work into like the user interface of it and trying to make it into- intuitive. I, I used to use Streamlabs, but then yeah. I saw what they pulled with OBS and I was like, oh, yeah, OBS is I'm some of the read up and learn how to use OBS again. Yeah, I I'm I I'm I haven't decided what I'm going to do 
like I just I'm just I just I don't have the brain to learn OBS from scratch, but I also yeah. don't want to use Streamlabs because I, I don't Streamlabs is such a Streamlabs is a extremely resource heavy program for no fucking reason. Also, like I'm I don't want to pay another monthly fee for, to use something. Just give you, you don't have to. Me. You can you can straight up use it for free. Oh, okay, because yeah, there's there's only special they, like pushed. They were they pushing a lot of the features into the paid thing. So a lot of stuff that I like Streamlabs for became paid features. So I'm like, to continue using what I downloaded it for, I'd have to pay for it. And I'm just like, nah. Nope. That like almost almost so almost all of the features, all, all the core features for it are free. And Twitch specifically actually introduced a bunch of new features on Twitch that are also free. That are stuff that Streamlabs would charging like people premium for and i thought that was funny there's also there's also stuff where like if you combine stream elements which is also free with Streamlabs, you can get a lot of that other cool stuff like if you want to be like i want to run games in my chat like you can literally just run it through stream elements i i have it's been many moons since i've streamed just because um my streams there's some sim dick torture sometimes, as you do, and Twitch just really looks down on that. So sim what on, sim what what play for a while. Excuse me. Sim dick torture. You know? I I I just before we move on to before we <laughs> hold on before we move on to the sims dick torture, I'm I'm putting a note in that. Do we have any more on Pal World? Justin. No. Well, okay. One last thing on Pal World, uh, because gamers as a consumer base are hype beasts. Like by nature, that is how gaming works. Gaming works the same way that hype beasts sell sneakers. That is how games are sold. So when people saw Pal World and they saw the new shiny thing and they wanted to buy the new shiny thing, they didn't read that it was early access and then they're complaining that the game is unfinished and i'm like yes it's early access you bought an unfinished game this is what you signed up for this this is this is what you wanted to do you wanted to be a beta tester yeah so just 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 seeing people buy into this and then lament the thing that they bought into it's like okay so either you didn't read well no it's just it's just that you just didn't read and now that you're here with this incomplete game with bugs that again, like it, it's open, it's early access. They, they farm this out because the studio does not have the resources to do the testing within themselves. So they're going to get you to pay them to do it for them. The yes. Game. No, this is, this is literally what gaming has become because games are so fucking expensive to make. And if you're, um, if you're, if you're a smaller company, uh, this is how you're gonna fund your games. Like they are, they are wildly expensive to make, and gamers don't understand this. There was a lot of the same arguments when it came with Polya, uh, because um, Polya is in beta, and it's got a lot of issues. There's a lot of bugs, um, but it's uh, it's in beta. Like this is what a game in beta is. It's buggy. We've you're here to. We've been, Thanks. we've been, um, so the beta is there's early access beta where the game is clearly in beta. 
And then there's the beta where, like, the Call of Duty will let you play multiplayer for a weekend, two weeks before the game comes out. And they also call that a beta. And I think we conflate the two, even though one is a demo and one is a beta. But they use the same word for both. So I think some folks, when they see beta or early access, they mean that the game is finished and you have early access to it. So we use the same word for, like, 14 different gaming purchasing scenarios now. And folks are like, oh, early access, no problem. And they don't realize this is not this is not like Call of Duty early access. This is a legitimate beta game. They're not done making it. Uh, well, also, like even with Call of Duty, it's just it's just a final beta to test the servers. Uh, don't trust me. I work there. It isn't. Oh, I mean, I mean, it's absolutely also a demo. But no, no, it is. They're, they're not testing anything. Trust me. Beautiful. No, that's, 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 that was the best thing about why I don't work there anymore. So I can say this. They know that shit. They don't know what's going on. Yeah. Oh yeah, they changed the way NDAs work. You're free. Yeah, they don't. They don't know what's going on over there. Um, that's why I don't. That's why I don't play. I mean, it seems like they don't know what's going on with Diablo. It seems like they don't know what's going on with COD in terms of balancing Overwatch. They don't. They're vibing. Real I mean, I already now. knew that. I already knew they yeah, had no fucking idea. I know, but the the, the level of because like, yeah, my favorite. I won't. I won't go down this tangent too hard, but they don't know what's going on. We'll get around to it. They're winging it. To an alarming degree. Like I said, the fact that they decided to draw the line at Microsoft purchasing them, silly. Year and some change long, protracted thing. Activision is poorly run, top to bottom. Anyone should buy it. If we were rich, four of us should buy it. Awful. They should let us do it. <laughs> Awful. Thank you. I mean, I don't. When you talk about like gamers as a group, I usually think like. There's two ways I think of that. There's like gamers derogatory and then there's just like people who play video games. And I feel like gamers derogatory are are going to be pissed no matter what. But I think like people who just happen to play video games, like I think sometimes we're just really tired adults. And this is the one thing we go to get that one little drip of serotonin so when it like doesn't work we just can't regulate our emotions to deal with it and we do spin out even though like we should know that like no this it's not done yet it's not done cooking because i mean games at launch i think we've been trained to know are not done which is why you have the launch day patch because it shipped you bought it, but it doesn't work without it because it wasn't done. I mean, so it, it's weird that people are going, oh, I'm in this beta test and there's bugs. Yeah. It's not done yet. Most games aren't. But I, what, what were you going to say, Najila? Oh, I was done. Okay. Yeah. It, it it's funny though aaron brought up the four of us should buy activision um i think the, the the pitfall that a lot of these folks get into when they buy companies when they run companies is so i'm going to use the la times for example trust me this is a segue no i already know I, I, i'm ready go for it i'm so hype the dude that bought the la times like one of these billionaire private equity types he gets in there and he's like, okay, it's a newspaper. Jeff Bezos did this. Clearly, I can do this. It worked for Jeff Bezos because Jeff Bezos had a clear vision of turning the Washington Post into his personal PR machine to pump out his personal politics. Which is, okay, 
it's really funny how that backfired. It backfired so hard. <laughs> also, continue. It did, but he had a he had, he actually had a plan for it. It wasn't just I'm going to buy the thing, let the thing make me money. It was no, I'm going to buy the thing for this express purpose. The dude bought the LA Times, didn't have a plan, didn't have a vision, ended up laying off a good chunk of the workforce, a lot of black and brown people. Um, and he said, I just can't afford to bleed all this money. I can't, I can't afford to subsidize a failing industry. Uh, much like these AI companies that are just tanking in value. It's people that get involved that don't actually understand what they do, but they hop on because they think it's the next big thing to do. And when they realize they don't know what they're doing, they tank the value of it. Yeah. Um, I feel like AI just became the next um, buzzword after NFTs and like the same people that were like um, trying to sell people on it. They use the same tactics. And I just think it's kind of like uh, once bitten, twice shy. So the same people who would have eaten it up already lost their shirts with the NFTs. So now they're like, I don't care about it. Well, A, they don't have the money to invest it anymore. And B, they're like, I, I don't want to get screwed again. Yeah, that's definitely part of it, right? Like part of it is, like you just said, they got scammed once before. And now the people that are championing this new, this air quote, new technology, it's the same class of person that was championing the scam. Yeah. And so they're like, mm, I don't know about this, but they also have a fundamental misunderstanding of what it's supposed to do. Just like the people championing crypto had a fundamental misunderstanding of what crypto, crypto was made to launder money. Crypto was made to hide money from federal governments to conduct illicit transactions. Crypto was made as a way to conduct financial transactions on the dark web, specifically Silk Road. That's why cryptocurrency exists. Cryptocurrency was not a get rich quick scheme. It was a let me launder money away so I can buy drugs and hire private military contractors under the or off the books. That's why crypto was made. So. Like actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. With AI, these same people are like, oh, cool. Now we're going to champion AI. They don't understand what artificial intelligence actually does. And I think a lot of the discourse around AI is based on a fundamental misunderstanding of what it's supposed to do. It's weird and because they're also calling complex algorithms AI. And I'm like, that's not AI. Right, like we, we're confusing machine learning with artificial intelligence. There, there yeah. are similarities, but they're not the same. But I feel like trying to sell machine learning is not going to be as sexy and tantalizing as artificial intelligence. I would say before we continue, Justin, tell us what the difference is. The short version, machine learning is recognizing patterns and artificial intelligence is expounding on patterns. Like that, that is the simplest way I can explain it. Machine learning is I can recognize this pattern. Artificial intelligence is I can expound on this pattern you have presented me, right? So with art, a lot of AI art is just taking existing art, copying its style and expounding on its inputs. And that's why a lot of artists and creatives bristle at AI art because people, again, the same tech bro class was saying AI art will replace artists because now anyone can be an artist. That's not what this technology was initially made for. This technology was initially made to help artists with physical limitations continue creating. 
it can copy their own style and fill in lines for them that they physically can't draw anymore. Or, as I was saying, or in like the terms of some of these programs, it's to uh, make things faster. Like, um, instead, like if you're, instead of just like, even though you're drawing out a thing, there's like ways to like shorten it, if that makes sense. So like you're doing a complex drawing for like a machine because you need a machine to like create it um like create a final product uh there's some ways where you can get certain shapes and certain and it can combine shapes in certain ways that you you can do yourself but it would take fucking forever (laughs) be like little little shortened things like shortens tool sorry just to continue no, like that that's that's what it is. It's a tool. The problem with it is the people championing the tool are perverting its original use because they want to feel important. Just like the crypto class, the crypto tech row wanted to replace American currency, which that's hilarious. That's so fucking funny. This now this now new class of AI tech bro wants to replace creatives and use AI to replace creatives. They want to feel special. They want to feel like they are creating something. So they're using this technology to copy the works of other people to create facsimiles of art. And they want to feel special about that. Like the NAN that is the base argument around AI, not just for art but in any industry. It's people that want to use this technology to take inputs from real people, then replace those people to generate facsimiles of what those people once created. Chat GT, chat, the chatbots. Chatbots take inputs from real people to create facsimiles of conversation. It will never be able to give you a true conversation. It will never be able to give you a true report. It will never be able to give you a true output because it is missing a human element of discernment to get to it, it's missing a human element of discernment. Right? Like if you use chat GPT to create a report, it'll give you a report on a subject, but you need discernment to filter out the grammatical errors, filter out extraneous or filter out extra information, make sure that the structure flows, but it'll give you something, but that something is just data. Like it's just, barfing out inputs that it's taken from other people to give you a facsimile of something it's it, not it real. can't it can't make it can't make citations it can't make actual citations no. mm-hmm. it starts hallucinating on the citations and that shit is hilarious to me but it's also driving me up a wall because i am in school right now so i have to actually look up to see if the citation because like whenever i'm i'm because they've incorporated all of these chatbots and ai AI into the search engines and sometimes it gives me information or like sometimes people will like cite what was or they'll pull out citations from what was given to them from AI so I actually have to triple check citations and it is so much more time consuming than it used to be <laughs> I hate when I it's done to databases you. I yeah. feel for I'm you like, so badly so like, bad we could actually use machine learning for citations, right? Like we could use the the same tools that colleges use to detect cheating. Those That same process could be used for citations. It's like, hey, I recognize this line from this, right? 
you could do it. It would just take a lot of time and a lot of effort that the powers that be say it's not worth it. But what is worth of, it? It's hmm? so worth it. But also it would take a lot of energy. Yeah. Because these these like actual actual AI, actual AI uses a lot of energy. So much energy. So much water. I felt terrible when I found that out because it was like right after um, Microsoft Edge was like, you have to search with AI now. That was like when they launched it. Uh, and I decided to see how long it could take for you to make it stop talking to me. Uh, it was four minutes. Uh, turns out the Cortana gets very offended if you ask it to rank the members of Fallout Boy from top to bottom. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, apparently they it can't tell you uh, how to make a pie without poisoning yourself but it knows <laughs> that it it will not tell you who's a top and who's a bottom and fall off away um and i i messed around with that and then i found out like maybe 15 minutes later that oh this is how much energy it takes to use these things and i was like oh god that's me pissing on the rainforest just to get a, a giggle about who's a top and who's a bottom and fall up boy. And I already have my suspicions, so <laughs> I didn't even get that. Not that I already have my suspicions. <laughs> I mean, if it's from top to bottom, it starts with Andy, ends with Pete. Ma'am. Am I wrong, though? I just... So you were talking, Nigella, earlier before the show about what was about the news with these AI companies? <laughs> oh, that uh, a lot of them that were seeking uh, venture capitalist funding are not getting them anymore. So like the industry has lost like $190 billion in valuation, um, which is like further hindering the, the stability of the tech sector. So there's just less tech jobs because so many places are about to go under or doing massive layoffs because it's it's like the when everybody was like oh you got to pivot to video and then everybody lost their marketing uh department because pivot to video was bullshit and it just wasted everybody's money and then the workers were the people who suffered for it Oh and oh yeah and they found out they found out one how much it costs to make video and two uh how much uh like you need to keep all those same marketing people to make video because they're actually the only ones who know how to market it yeah <laughs> so i i also think it's like what you're saying aljo which um people don't know what ai is so they're making all these like decks and making all these promises that oh we're gonna revolutionize x y and z with the power of ai but they like like it's not there yet. Like AI cannot diagnose your illness. And like, it's so it's so weird because like tr these true AI like in in the way that like some companies actually do have it the 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 uh, pattern dissemination is I think that was what you said Justin. Um uh takes a lot of a lot of human human energy and work 
and course correction. And it's a lot of labor that's coming out of Africa. Yeah. And it takes a lot of labor to keep them from hallucinating. And there's 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 some labor right shit that's happening right now in Africa because they're they are seeing some some of these uh machine some of these like machines are essentially being trained off of the internet and the internet is at this point a cesspool. Yeah. And they are filtering a cesspool. These are this is basically like for in my opinion like and I Justin correct me if I'm wrong. This is like a tech version of um, a person who works in a waste management and has to sort through everything. Yeah. No. Yeah. That. It's Sometimes that. It's like that oh. Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna make a very dumb joke. So. Ignore. And I love those. Please continue. <laughs> yeah. Please tell the dumb joke. Well, I was going to say, uh, before I found out that AI was burning energy and killing uh, so much of our precious resources, um, I realized that not only did AI know about tops and bottoms, but specifically it was trolling um, like fan fiction sites. Oh my God, that's so funny. It knew what Slick was, and it told <laughs> me to stop asking about it. <laughs> it was very offended. So... Fan fiction is part of the AI art conversation and debate, et cetera. And it was really funny because, and there was, I, I'm funny, I'm saying this is funny as an artist because the fan fiction people thought that they were safe and were telling like the artists that, you know, that they were just being like overreacting. And then they found out that their fan fiction was being gone through and they went, wait. I'm like, yeah, sex doesn't it, bitch? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, continue, LJ. <laughs> No, that's pretty much it. Like these people that don't understand how the technology works and only want to use the technology to make themselves feel special by erasing people doing labor. That's the problem with it, right? Like I, in its original form and its original conception, it was designed to aid people, not replace people. But the people that got a hold of it are only interested in replacing them and saving a few dollars and making themselves feel special. Well, and I kind of feel like maybe we just didn't see the pattern, but this has just been how the tech industry has been doing since the dot-com boom, but at least for the dot-com boom, like, it wasn't 100% malarkey. I mean, there was a lot of it. Like, does anybody remember Ping? I do remember remember Ping. Like ping every like that didn't work out, or uh, you just have that like special scanner, like a cat, and you put it on the magazine pages. Like they were selling all kinds of garbage and making millions doing it, knowing that it was not going to last and it was not sustainable. But like enough of it was real and tangible and enough good to society that we're like, okay, let these guys cook. And I feel like they've been doing cycles of that for so long ever since. And it's just a, like the law of diminishing returns because now they literally was like, hey, this picture on the internet, but what if on blockchain it, it's yours, kind of? I mean, like this particular one. Um, 
And there were people dumb enough to go, yes, here, here are my Bitcoins for that. Uh, and now I think it, what, there, what else do they have to push on us? Especially because the internet, as we know it, is eroding. Um, uh, age verification laws is going to, to censor and destroy the free internet um, if uh, COSA is passed. So uh, I don't know. I, I kind of think it's the death knell. These are like the last bubblings of, of, of the tech you know, the boom guard tech guys. Yeah. Like it's, it's the final burst. <laughs> like I can't imagine what else they're going to try to, to be the next get rich quick scheme. Oh, I... <laughs> when it hits, you're going to laugh. You, oh, is this a, is this a, you can't say anything. This, this, this would definitely be a play of the music conversation, but Oh, when it hits, you're going to. Laugh. Can you at least DM me or put it somewhere secure where, like, I because I will die if you don't, don't tell me. <laughs> oh, I, with the recording, I can tell you, but I think it's going to be just ba just based on like stuff that I know and folks that I'm talking to. I can tell you what I think it's going to be, and yeah, it's these people don't learn. So you're saying? I mean, I mean, I mean, con artists are gonna con, and people are always gonna fall for the con, like. I think yeah. this is I think this is one of those I'm sure there's a philosophy thing for it where it, it, it be, it's just a thing that happens for all of life. Um sorry, I'm taking philosophy classes and it it sucks because I realize that I am just an act I'm actually just a thinker, like a philosophical thinker and I've been avoiding that label for my entire life and now I'm staring at it and I'm having a crisis about it. So don't mind me. Oh, that's fine. It's a fine title to have. It just depends on who you have around you to have the conversations with. Because I understand I didn't want to hear it. I didn't want to hear it either when I was surrounded by like um Irish Catholic military white boys. I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna but now I think, you know, as we're older, you know. No, do you realize, Aaron, I've been forcing people to have these conversations with me forever and and while also actively ignoring the label. Like I'm just I'm just I'm having a moment. Uh, it's I, bad. I, I know, I know, Bacon. I've known you for several years. I know. Um, you're probably finding this also kind of funny. This is very funny. Um so wait, do we have do we have super secret information to share off the record? Because if yeah. so, then um, then we might as well just call it now to in to instill intrigue. Wait, I need to know now about The Sims. I'm I'm pulling that note out. <laughs> I'm pulling that note. Yeah, you did. You, there's more Sims content dropped. We do have our Sims on the ground expert. I I, I need to know the context ah, of whatever so... it was. It was about the dicks and also why Nigella is angry at all, the Sims, which I actually know about and is a valid reason. All Sims, all Sims reporting now is like live on the ground hurricane reporting. Like you know what I mean? Like it's just like never <laughs> working. It, like... it never works out. It's always a shit show, and Nigella is always on the ground getting her poncho blown off while the fucking palm trees are forty five degrees. Talking about it's windy. Like it's it's great thank you for your sacrifice and contributions to the program this shit sounds dangerous so they, so they released the patch um and it was kind of controversial because they uh the last uh expansion pack dropped um in a shameful condition literally none of the major features work <laughs> none of them and i'm and when i say not work like not like oh I just can't do it. I mean, like, corrupt your save file, kills your game, <laughs> grandparents will disappear, 
accidental incest. Like catastrophic <laughs> things are going down. Um, and then they're like, oh, well, we're doing a quick fix patch. And literally they didn't fix anything for that expansion in that, well, not literally. They fixed the, uh, I think the, the typeface on on the loading screen for something but not things that make your game crash or your save file corrupt so the the newest expansion i think i i said it last time i was on is called for rent sims 4 for rent terrible title um and it was all about uh like residential rentals but that feature doesn't really work um in the way that if you uh, use a, a cheat, which The Sims told the players about to have more than six units on your uh, residential lot. It'll corrupt your save um, and start like a uh, endless load loop. So you can't actually play your game until you like, you, you might have to start over. Um, also, <laughs> this pack broke other packs if you have them so now uh certain sims if you have for rent and you have seasons uh some sims just will not react to holidays even though they're in the same household um and uh they have uh features for for rent where you can break into people's apartments or homes it doesn't work if you try uh endless loop into a loading screen even though if you just loaded into the house, like if you just visited the house and knocked on the door, fine. Break-in event, not working. So everybody, uh, it's, it's a season of caution. <laughs> Every time I play, I have to back up my saves and back up everything because I don't know um, if this is going to be the time that it, I just lose everything. And I've been playing this particular save file for two years, but I have another save file that I've literally been playing since 2016, I believe are actually very early 2017. Um, so I do not want that to be corrupted. I've, I've kept it alive this long. It's not dying now. Uh, so I feel like the Sims community, usually I would say we are just a sack of ordinary bitches. But I, I think we got a point this time. You you charge us $52 to break our game. Um it's just not it's not good uh and i'm still i'm playing through it um mostly because it's uh the closest thing to a vice i can enjoy and uh i'm trying to make it work um and for your question about the um sim dick torture uh yeah that's a thing you could do now shout out to turbo driver um <laughs> there's a, a couple of bots uh that will facilitate such a thing and um there are some places where you can now stream uh games that have you know dicks in them or vaginas buttholes and now uh, the the sims adult uh the adult mods really just they're very detailed. I I usually just download whatever, sometimes indiscriminately, which I really have to stop doing. Because someone would be like, yo, have you seen this? And I'm like, no, 
give it here and I'll just put it in my game. And next thing you know, my Sims are sounding each other. And you're just like, ah! oh, that's a thing. Uh, uh, now, what? Hello? <laughs> yeah. Um, that's just a thing that they do now. Also, like, very detailed genitalia. Like, winked buttholes, I'm talking. Just very... Um, the the amount of detail because first it was like sims one uh they had a site called the the seven deadly sims and it was like goofy because it's like oh it, it gives your sim nipples and we'd giggle because we were like literal children so yeah that was hilarious but now it's like oh the sim it, they have urethras um and they boy how did do they use them now uh they have uh, advanced uh, penile uh, rigs and vaginal rigs. Um, also, they have, uh, for gender nonconforming people, they have rigs for those body types as well. Um, and they, they, they open and close. For certain animations they're flaps oh the flaps uh also now animate um so i don't it kind of so there was a time where it was just like goofy haha and then it was like oh so detailed that it's gross but now it's kind of like 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 a perverted palabra it has just come back to goofy haha because i'm, I'm, so I'm sorry have we reached have we reached horseshoe therapy like horseshoe theory yeah, we've uh, reached the horseshoe theory of sim mods. Thank you. I just wanted to make sure that's what happened. Got it. We, yeah. it, I understand. Yeah. But uh, also, my big gripe with the Sims is uh, I've noticed that um, despite bragging that they have like robust family trees in the Sims Four. I keep on finding uh, Sims that I don't control marrying their cousins. Like I, like I think if you have the same great grandfather, you should not be having children with that person. That is incest. Like, am I wrong? Like, am I the prude? But I there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, cousin hunching in the sims 4 and i would like it to stop i mean that has made its way over from just regular old porn all the way into your game and well i mean it gets a base game because like people who play it on console will like have a family uh move somebody out because you know they've grown up they're young adults they have their own family so the game now with story progression will choose a, a, a spouse for that person apparently having a common ancestor does not take them out of the running yeah to marry somebody right and i kind of feel if you have the same grandfather or great-grandfather yeah. take them out of the running yeah same grandfather's a little too close to home. So same great-grandfather's a little too close to home um, i feel like great-grandfather definitely not um like really it, yeah it, it, sharing common ancestors like great grandfather great great grandfather nah this 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 ain't alabama this ain't florida nah if i could take a time well, machine in the sims 4 it's all 
This is not a. This is not Ohio. Oh. Literally, I I was looking because I, I don't was, regret I, that. I was, that was Midwest. I was playing Midwest a very no fresh reason. save because I was using it mostly just to take pictures. But then I realized I made a family, so I could take pictures of them. Uh, I, I made all the Sims in my work in progress, and uh, as I was taking pictures of other Sims and doing other stuff, um, this is a game, n- no mods or no like mods that uh, interfere with like marriage. So I took MC Command Center out, um, still marrying their cousins, and I've seen people on console where you can't have any mods of any type complaining that their sims are marrying their cousins yep. that sounds x video like that sounds x video tastic just it's fine because it's just seems to be what we're into in the dark it's made it to your sims yeah. game and i'm sorry and i deeply apologize well what was weird was i remember when i first started playing the sims and people are complaining about it. And this is, they've just added infants. And it was like a big to-do. Um, so a lot more like family players started playing. And so they were like, hey, it's real, it's real weird that my Sim can marry into a family and then fall in love with their stepchildren once they become adults. And the Sims were like, oh, we're going to fix that. That happened six years ago. Hasn't been fixed. You can still fall in love with your stepchildren or your stepparent, even if they raised you from when you were a baby. That's weird. I don't like that. There's too much incest in The Sims 4. (laughs) And uh, at least (sighs) find a way to, like, minimize it. (laughs) Just if somebody's in your family tree, you can't marry them. Like, isn't that that the rule that we've all been playing with (laughs) in life? Yes. Why could this life simulator not also adhere to it? I feel like we have a lot of points of like activism here. Like you started we started off by pointing out the injustice of the Microsoft store. And now we're wrapping up with the extreme liberties um a corporation is taking with our life simulator game. Extreme fucking liberties. That should be yeah. at least a fucking toggle. At least. If that's what like you're into. Family tree is a big round shrub. You look genuinely... That is pa- such an awkward sentence. You look, you look genuinely pained. You look genuinely pained to say that. And I'm sorry that your Sims game is being irrevocably damaged by this shit. So, it's very uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> you so clearly don't want this and i'm just i'm very sorry for I you i don't i <laughs> literally like with some of the bots i had to take some out because i was like game of thrones is one thing but it was getting like vc andrews and i was like no absolutely not so i i just i i just don't want incest in my game uh and i hate the fact that after what they called a major uh patch it's still in there. 
because last time I was complaining because the stupid for rent thing disappeared people because I put them in a, a rental and then they disappeared and then they were gone. So like the family tree wasn't connected. But now even when they are on the family tree together, they're getting married. Um, I just I just think the incest, maybe that's just what they wanted. Maybe that's just in the game. And I need to find a mod that takes the incest out. Sarah? That is such a wild sentence. I need to find a mod, like, to take incest out of my game. Justin, is that not one of the most wild sentences you've heard? I muted myself because I was laughing so hard. I muted myself. <laughs> <laughs> take the incest out. And I know there's so much going on in the world. I should be sad about so many more things. But like this is this is the one thing I got. I, I'm not I, I'm not doing drugs. Listen, it's an election year. We don't ask for much. Asking <laughs> for not having incest in your game during an election cycle, I feel is fair. Please, right. I'm no longer Please. a woman of vice. I just want my happy little sim families to not marry their goddamn cousins. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys um there really is nowhere to go there really is nowhere to go so there is to our patreon patreon.com backslash un fridays like united nations but fridays but um un fridays patreon.com backslash un fridays pays for food pays for the show pays for the little bit legitimate groceries. pays for future ownership of activision Pays for future ownership of Activision. They're going to come swoop in in the 11th hour and buy Activision from Microsoft. Oh. I'll write it from under Microsoft and it's going to be glorious. Okay. We're going we're gonna... to. I will totally put some of my favorite Sims for download up on the um, Patreon for you guys. Oh. Oh, that would actually be great. Yeah, that would actually be great. I actually made an Aaron Sim and a Bacon Sim. <laughs> I never saw the bacon sim. You should definitely share the bacon sim. Yeah, I'm fine with being playing people's sims. I made it. So I just don't tell me what's happening. <laughs> Actually, tell me only safe for work stuff about what's happening. I, I, I have cooties when it comes to sex. I am asexual. Like it's fine. I, I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, but you can't have my once I showed Aaron, I was like, oh, I moved your Sim to a house. And then it because Sim was just like getting it in. I was like, I didn't tell them to do that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> awesome. It'd be like that sometimes. That's all. I understand. Real Aaron, I understand Sim Aaron. We are um aligned in that. Um, but yeah. So as to not gross Sim out bacon. His Sim girlfriend a sandwich and it was apparently an amazing sandwich because she was just like it's on now sometimes you have to thank somebody for a really good sandwich with some really good sex now again i don't want to know but i also understand how the sims works and i'm an adult and i think it'd be cool if i was in somebody's game but only tell me safe for work shenanigans i don't want to know anything else yeah make some bacon like a like robber baron of newcrest or something i would be a robber baron i'd be like a pirate i mean i do i am a pirate in like every fucking game now it's really funny anyway on that note patreon 
we have to go. And we're going. This is not a Midwestern goodbye. We are going. Goodbye. What are you talking about? Leaving for two minutes. That's just nigga shit. Have a pleasant (laughs) day. (laughs) 